0: Alright Lagos, let's talk on the glass ceiling as always about the different barriers that hold women back and we also talk about the practical things that we can do to smash the glass ceiling Now when we talk about these barriers and obstacles on the glass ceiling I often tell you that these restrictions on women are not affecting only women Men are also victims of the system Men are being held back, too, by them. So, for example, when a society excludes women from the workplace, it puts extra pressure on men to work, to earn money, to feed their families. When we tell women that they are solely responsible for taking care of their household and that failure to do that makes them less of a a woman... We're also telling men that they are solely responsible for earning money for the family and failing to do so makes them less of a man. So you see discrimination against women creates negative effects for men. And today we're starting the glass ceiling by looking at one of those negative effects. So on Twitter, I saw a complaint from a British man who is married to a Nigerian woman. They both live and work here in Nigeria. Doesn't make him a Nigerian, according to the constitution. So he still has his normal work permito. This means that when it expires, he will have to leave Nigeria and reapply to come back in. He has to either travel with his wife or leave her here and hope, hope that the government approves his application to return. Does the same thing happen to a Nigerian man with a foreign wife? Mba. No. Eh eh. The Nigerian constitution in section 26 says that once a Nigerian man marries a foreign woman, She is eligible for full citizenship. Full. So right there in our constitution, (laughs) we have a case of discrimination based on gender. We have a situation where this gender discrimination is affecting both men and women. Married couples are facing a hard choice. Leave Nigeria or live in an insecure situation where a husband does not have the full rights to live and work in his wife's country and make it his home. And that's where we want to start our conversation today. I want to talk about the fact that a Nigerian man can transfer his citizenship to his foreign wife. But a Nigerian woman who is supposed to enjoy All the rights of a Nigerian cannot do the same for her foreign husband. Why? I'm asking you, why, why is this the case? Why do you think the constitution creates this distinction? What reasons do you agree with this distinction? Are you okay with the fact? That Nigerian women cannot make their husbands Nigerians, but Nigerian men can do the same for their wives. Why, why is it the case? Why do you think the constitution creates this, uh, distinction? What reasons do you think it could be? I don't know. I'm asking you. And do you agree that it is okay? That Nigerian women cannot make their husbands Nigerians. But Nigerian men can make their wives Nigerians. 01277-0993. 01277-1993. There's also WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 809 Ngazi, welcome back.
1: Yeah, Sandra, thank
0: you. Yeah.
1: For me, I've always said that the Nigerian constitution, we have a whole lot of the errors or lacunas that the law uh, lawyers call it. I don't know as a person why we are still using uh, those uh, constitutions. Sometimes I feel the most part of the constitution we are written based on a particular right, the culture. or of or sometimes the uh, religious inclination. Hmm. Because if, yes, we remember we are in a secular society, hmm. and where we are, a lot of the things in the Nigerian constitution should have been amended by now. Hmm. The same Nigerians elsewhere enjoy this day. By the time maybe the things will get open to the media out there, and those countries decide to put their own
2: clothes,
1: we hmm. will start shouting. Mm-hmm. But this here in Nigeria now is very Because for me, I don't see the reason why a man who is married by a woman that is a good citizen of that a country not mm-hmm. enjoy the same privilege with the wife. Mm-hmm. I don't see the reason. Even from the land where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. But if a man marries a woman, mm-hmm. automatically you are a member of your wife's family and children. That's the way you so I don't know why our constitution is inspired. Probably because it's a woman that is
0: involved I don't know either. It's not thanks, for th- us at all. thanks for calling to share your thoughts. It's not good for us at all, she says. Ulua Femi Nikotsu says that this should not be allowed. Ulwa Femi, why do you think it exists in the first place?
3: Uh I think um those who wrote the position at that time, I think we were having this um Okay. Because I don't know why a woman should not be allowed to make her own husband a legal citizen of that particular country, mm. which is Nigeria in context.
2: Mm.
3: you understand me? Mm. These seems probably are to each other. Mm-hmm. She's allowed to make sole decisions based on whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. The husband can decide, okay, if I want to become a citizen of the federal republic of Nigeria. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes,
3: I want to become a citizen, yes.
2: You understand? But hmm.
3: I think it's a lot of them in the constitution. Hmm. So I I think um, those those that in, in include the need to make them
2: using the road, hmm. the, the
3: man is the head of the family, hmm. all those archaic okay. and stone age um, ideas are not I don't I don't understand why why a man can make a foreign hmm. woman a citizen of, of Nigeria. Mm-hmm. why
1: a woman can't do that? I don't know, it's quite bad, it's quite bad. I okay. I, I was
0: so so sad when I thanks for calling me. Let me talk to uh Sir Basomi. I uh, what? Are they still typing the name. What's your name, sir?
3: Okay, my name is Bahomi.
0: Bahomi, all right, welcome.
3: Yes. Okay. Um, I think um I actually saw the tweet from mm. the from young the man. Guy. Uh, okay. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yeah, I saw it. Uh, and I felt. You know, a lot of people online. Mm. We are, we are surprised, Mm. you know, to know that this is actually our constitution. Mm -hmm. You understand, and you got a lot of support.
2: Mm -hmm. And
3: uh, I'm so happy that you brought up this topic today because I think some of us don't know. Mm. Just like the one of the police women,
2: Mm -hmm. uh,
3: Mm -hmm. taking permission to get married. Mm -hmm. Yes, Mm -hmm. these are some of the. Patriarchal uh, mentality. We transfer from our culture okay. to okay So it's a secular society, like the previous scholar said. So we should, it's good that we're having this conversation. Okay. Because it is only through this conversation that we, we can make the necessary change. Okay. You understand? Okay. So, we, I don't know. Some of us don't know when they put up some of these uh, laws, but it needs to be changed. That is why we have the mm. legislature, and that is why they are permanently employed. We have the legislature at every time. Mm. They look at our laws and try to perfect them mm. because it's actually very. I feel bad. <laughs> I know. I, actually, I've heard of one american guy okay he was in nigeria he married a nigerian. a nigerian this guy doesn't like the tax he's paying to his country he wants to renounce his citizenship you understand mm. because our tax system is better for him okay you understand he lives there he has lived there for many years okay so he cannot get the so for citizenship mm. you understand because he married a woman so, because he married a woman mm. it's so painful and so, the lot of them are in this country they could not get state of origin. She, doesn't, she could not get state of origin. Hmm. And told they are totally hard to apply as a foreign student. She hasn't been to Syria alone before. <laughs> you that's understand? A, that's a different so conversation
0: entirely. But thank you so much for bringing that to my attention. Chris, you know, Coco Michael, you support this partially. Why?
3: Good afternoon.
0: Good afternoon. Why do you support this partially?
4: Okay, uh, Sandra,
3: when I was uh, in my two days, I they call uh, called when we bring our government in those days, mm. So, and it's new defined as uh, act of, uh, the act of the act that made up the constitution, where the constitution we are from. Mm. Talking about the people's way of life, mm-hmm. the, culture, the culture of the
2: people,
3: mm-hmm. and also the uh, history mm-hmm. of the people. Also. Okay. So, historically I am an evil man. for many good things to be precise. in my own place, uh, we give our daughter in marriage and after giving the woman in marriage, we automatically he belongs to the husband's home. Okay. I think uh, the, the people know this constitution mm-hmm. actually as well as they live, they leave in this very act of um, the woman after marriage automatically belongs to my so as a result of that actually who's alone with the man food more age over the women as we see it today. So okay. that's that is that's my own people contribution.
0: Alright, Chris, Hi. thank you so much for calling to make it. You know, Chris is not alone. Chris is not the only person who supports this uh this thing. And I've spoken to people like Chris. Who support this difference in rules and they usually give the same reasons they say for example foreign men should not be given citizen by marriage otherwise they will take uh, opportunities that should be going to Nigerian men I've heard that but nobody is saying that foreign women who marry Nigerian men and get citizenship are taking opportunities from Nigerian women you know why because they don't expect women to have opportunities So you see the issue, you see how it exposes the way that a lot of us view society, including the people who wrote our constitution. Basically, the idea is that as a society, we are this big pot of soup, a big pot of opportunity. But the only people who can share from the pot are men. The men are given a share. They take it home to their families. And if a man marries a Nigerian woman or a foreign woman, it does not matter. It is still the same number of men sharing that pot of opportunity soup. But if a woman marries a foreign man and he's allowed to collect his own share of the soup, what happens? There's one extra man sharing soup. That means that there's less soup to go around. And we cannot take it. We will not take it. We must not allow him. And if we truly believe that men and women have an equal stake in the society and an an equal shot at opportunities, we will treat them in marriage the way that we treat men. But we treat women marrying foreigners differently because we know that men have more rights and privileges and opportunities than women. We've had officials of the Immigration Service say as much in the past. I'm not kidding. We've heard some of them say, look, if we give foreign men the right of citizenship like foreign women, they will now be able to struggle for every job and every business with our people. With foreign women, we don't have that problem because they will stay in their husband's house. (laughs) I've heard that i've heard that and then you you heard chris say that well a husband a a wife belongs to a husband's country a husband does not belong to his wife's country that's another reason also given and that's something that is carried over like chris said from his culture as an Igbo man here on the glass ceiling This principle has come up before. It came up when we talked about women not being allowed to inherit their parents' property. It also came up when we discussed state of origin. Many of you said that your culture doesn't allow women to inherit property from their parents because when they marry, they will leave the community, they will join their husband's community. But by the way, we have to point out that even when a woman joins her husband's community, She is not treated like a full member. But that's by the way. The point is, our cultures give this idea, right? It gives us this idea that when a woman marries, she's no longer from her place. She's now from her husband's place. And that's part of the reason why we can have a constitution that doesn't give a man Nigerian citizenship if he marries a Nigerian woman. Because as far as our cultural bias is concerned, that woman is no longer a Nigerian, not fully. But isn't that wrong? In this day and age, does it make sense to still view it as if a woman is no longer a full part of her community or her country once she gets married? Should we not have gone farther as a people? Because let's face facts, let's face the reality. In most families... It is still the daughters who take care of the parents. Even after they get married, you still see married women doing their best and being involved in the affairs of their birth family. These days when a woman gets married and goes to a faraway village and doesn't see her family again, those days are gone those days are gone these days women are involved women remain part and parcel of their families and should be recognized as such women remain part and parcel of their country and they should be treated as such in a marriage but those are my thoughts those are my opinions i want to hear yours how does your village or your community treat women who marry men from elsewhere are they like chris and chris's people are they seen as no longer being members of the community? Do they inherit property? Do any women inherit property in your culture? Anyone? Do you think the way we treat married women in our cultures affect the way we view citizenship at a national level? 012770993 1277 012773993. hello.
3: Hello, good afternoon. You
0: support that Nigerian women should not be able to give citizenship to their Nigerian husbands, to their foreign husbands? Yes. Okay.
3: And this is my reason. Now in those days, women can go out to the and get jobs. But now if you don't push your wife on so you can't get jobs anymore. So we are not giving the women's work. People are being washed most of your book. I have never seen for men before, for women. So my point is this. When a woman now marries a foreigner, and a foreigner man becomes a citizen of Nigeria, in the first place, in his own country, is better than Nigeria for country in one million times. So what is that thing that the man saw, that he wants to become a citizen of Nigeria? So I have a question. I will not say much on this. But my point is this: the way women are, they are now going, they want to take over all our lives so that we not be the one in the house. We are not Nigeria; is not a woman's world. It's a men's world, and you can say your own. And this is my own opinion. That women cannot take all our lives here. Men are now jobless. Women are taking over the banking industry. They are taking over education everywhere. Anyway. Good evening.
0: All right. Good evening.
4: Olumuywa. I can blown away by what you were talking about because this actually, actually happened to me recently. Okay. Somebody else, I told that, uh, you're, you're a Yoruba, and you know, my husband is a
2: robot.
4: Hmm. So if, if war breaks up now, where, where are you going to go? To? And I, 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 was, I was looking at
2: family.
4: I did not understand the question. <laughs> I was like, why would we have a war? And why would, uh, where would I go to? Why is it be in the context of. Where will I run?
2: Mm. I
4: don't understand. Mm. And, it, and I guess I guess this was an extremely woman with so many certifications and everything. Mm. And I was like in twenty nineteen we are still having this conversation of where where you are from you're, you're supposed to inherit now live where you are coming from and inherit where you're going to I, I really don't understand that. When is it going to end? When are we going to stop thinking this way? When are we going to be objective about the situation at hand? Okay, we've gotten married now. It doesn't have to do with, okay, it's a man... I don't
0: know <laughs> it's quite a lot, isn't it, Ronke? Thanks for calling to share your thoughts. okay, let's uh pay some bills. shall we? We'll come back and we'll keep having this conversation. I told you that the Nigerian Constitution section twenty six specifically says that a Nigerian uh, man can make a foreign woman a citizen after marriage. Well, a Nigerian woman cannot make a foreign man citizen. After marriage, a Nigerian male citizen can confer his citizenship on his foreign wife. But a Nigerian female citizen cannot confer her citizenship on her Oyibo husband that is a foreigner. Well, he's Oyibo, so he's a foreigner. Maybe he's not even Oyibo. maybe he's South African or Ghanaian. But you cannot make him a Nigerian citizen after you marry him. How does your village or community treat women who marry men from elsewhere? Because that's where it starts from. Are they seen as no longer being members of the community? Do they inherit property? Do any women inherit property in your culture? Do you think the way we treat married women in our cultures affects the way that we view citizenship at a national level? I'm Sandra Ezekwesley. You're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. The Glass Ceiling happens every Wednesday at 4. Any episode you miss, you can catch on our podcast. We have a podcast. It's called The Glass Ceiling Show. And you can listen to our previous episodes, which will continue in a bit.
4: Hard Facts will be right back.
2: This is The Glass Ceiling on Hard Facts.
0: On The Glass Ceiling today, we're talking about the barriers that hold women back and how they affect men. I say affect men because actually they do. When we tell women, don't go to work, we're telling men, now you go walk, die. When we're telling women, you don't need to earn money. The only person whose job it is to earn money is the man. It means, say you go die early. I'm talking about this because I saw a complaint on Twitter from a British man married to a Nigerian woman. They both live in Nigeria. They're both working in Nigeria. Before they got married, he had a work permit. Now they're married. He wants to become a Nigerian citizen so that he can live here permanently and start And In fact, Chris, one of my callers called in and says he supports this thing because as a core Ibo man, when you marry a woman, she's no longer from her place. She's now from his own place. Olumiwa also called and said... Women are taking over everywhere. They're in the bank. They're in the radio station. They're everywhere. They should not take over this one too. We need to leave it alone. It's only the men that should be doing all these things. So yeah, we have that. And we have other supporters as well... Including an immigration boss... Who once said... That if we give men... If we give Nigerian women... A chance... To marry Nigerian men and they become citizens, opportunities will shrink. Nobody's saying that about Nigerian women who marry Uyibo men, but they're saying that about Nigerian women. Uh, Ni- Nobody's saying that about Nigerian men who marry Uyibo women, but they're saying that about Nigerian women who marry Uyibo men. So, again, I'm asking, how does your village or your community? treat women who marry men from elsewhere? Are they seen as no longer being members of the community? Do they inherit property? Do you think the way we treat married women in our cultures affects the way that we view citizenship at a national level? Our numbers are 01277 0993 01277 0993 Oh, 012772993 and oh, 012773993. Nine, nine, three. I can say oh, 01 or I can say zero, 01, whichever is easier for you to hear. Zero one two seven seven one nine nine three, zero one two seven seven one nine nine three, zero one two seven seven two nine nine three, zero one two seven seven three nine nine three. 012772993, 012773993. Peter Monze says Nigerian men are easily threatened. Ha!
1: Huh. what has that got <laughs> to do with this? Sandra, mm. let me tell you something. Even in that law you put now in our constitution, mm. it is
3: it is primitive. It is it is long overdue for review. Mm. It should mm. be upheld, provided it suppresses the women. Mm. It feel very, very bad. I'm not married yet, okay. but I am feeling very bad to hear that this is in our constitution. It is. Let me tell you finally, mm-hmm. I want to suggest mm. that there should be a retaliation.
4: Okay.
0: Oh, I think we lost the connection to Peter. That's unfortunate. Ibrahim in thinks everybody should be allowed a chance to become a citizen. Why, Ibrahim? Why? Good afternoon, Good afternoon Ibrahim. Yes, I think it should be
3: allowed, but there are equal opportunities the same place to extend the woman's husband. So if mm. so, um, a Nigerian woman is married to a foreigner, so that's the same way a Nigerian woman, as married to a foreign person, would be allowed to come into the country. Same should apply in our own country. But I think the problem is. We have this uh, mentality of you are a woman; it belongs to your husband's family, not you belong to your family. Mm. And I suppose that the same reason we have uh, women having to change their names after getting married. Mm-hmm. And uh, something. I think that the same mentality is being really yeah, carried over into a
0: national law. Mm.
3: Yes. So I, for me, I I I, I suppose that I rather they allow. Man, the same
0: opportunity that your would have goes to to their country. Yeah. All right, Ibrahim, thank you for sharing that thought with us. Nicholas says, for me, that inclusion in the Nigerian constitution is very discriminatory. It can be termed as hate speech against women. The legislature should look into it and remove it. It makes no common sense at all. Okay. Ben from Shomolu says, my question to all Nigerians is... Is it time for us to assemble all those who wrote the Nigerian Constitution and ask them them their intention of putting this uh, clause and putting all the other flaws in our Constitution into the Constitution? All right, Ben, thanks for that message. WhatsApp is 0809-5975-805. Abedjo is in transit. Hello, Abedjo. Welcome.
3: Good evening, Sandra. Good evening, this discussion, like so many other things in Nigeria, is very depressing.
4: <laughs> okay,
2: I'm sorry. <laughs>
3: is it, is it, is it a human being, <clears throat> because that person is a woman, mm. is born into this life with a deficit, with the reality of doing catch up.
2: Mm.
3: Is it fair? This person thinks, walk with blood running through their veins or so, have been like you as a man. It's because you are a man, it's because your people are just a little different. And you are subjecting that person to the background. Men should think I am not holding anybody against their thoughts and beliefs. But please think, don't table a little bit. Just imagine it. If you were in that one, if you down, that, that's like, hours. just think and ask yourself
2: questions.
0: Thank you. you. thank you so much for calling. My final call for now is Emmanuel, because I want to talk about this cultural angle some more. Emmanuel in Ogun State says that this is a result of the mentality of men. Okay, explain, Emmanuel. Yeah, the,
3: yeah, the reason I say is, uh, is the mentality of men because... You know the, uh, the the Bible. The Bible makes make, make make it on make, uh, make it clear that you know as a man thinking is not so he is. Okay. So the, the truth is that you know because of uh, the way our forefathers have been dealing with the women, mm. the way they played the women. Okay. So because of that, that was when the the that was the mentality they took to the national food and they begin to make some kind of law that is affecting the women So mm. you know, we are we are the same the white doesn't look at the look at the men over there or their women over there. the way we look at our women here mm. they respect their women they honor their women so what in fact most most of the their constitution there you know favors the women more than the men mm. so they respect the women it's, it's just about value culture mm. what value here is the men mm. not the women, and it is wrong is turning everything around because you can see that some men today, you know, in, in families, women take care of their families even though they are married somewhere else, mm-hmm. they take care of their families, they take care of their, their, their siblings, mm-hmm. their parents, and everything more than it's a man that they are look, looking up to. Mm-hmm. So, they should be able to turn the constitution and amend the law mm-hmm. into features.
0: Face- often, say that a married woman now belongs to her husband's place, right. And so no longer has rights in her place. But there's another side to that coin. Our cultures often say that a man never becomes a member of his wife's community. In fact, the reason why so many cultures don't allow married women to inherit property is because they don't want husbands to get access to property in their wives places how often do you hear about a man getting a chieftaincy in his wife's village if he's not from there how often does a community induct its son-in-law into its societies if he's from some somewhere else think about it yet married women often join clubs societies in their husbands homelands so it's very clear that our cultures exclude men from becoming members of their wives' communities. Now some will say that this only happens because men don't want to be part of their wives' communities. Uh-uh. Now I married my wife. My wife did not marry me. Ah uh-uh. you hear that very often. But what does that really mean? No, this is a serious question. What does that really mean? We're saying that marriage is a transfer of control and, un- and ownership. Marriage is not an equal partnership. Because if our cultures saw marriage as equal, then we would be saying, I married my wife and she married me. We would be saying, I'm from my wife's place and my wife is from my place. But that's not what's happening. And we have to ask ourselves why? Why? If it is so good for a woman to now be from her husband's place, why are men not excited to be from their wife's place? Serious question I'd ask you: If it is so good to switch your allegiance and women are uh, encouraged to do it, If it's a good thing to do that, and if men and women are equal, why are men not encouraged to do the same thing? Talk to the average Nigerian man, single, married, woman, man, about a wife belonging to her husband's community. Most of them will tell you, ah, it's perfectly normal. Some will tell you, yes, but she still belongs to her uh, own community also. Some of them will. But now flip it around and ask the average Nigerian man or woman whether a man should belong to his wife's community after marriage. Most of so them will tell you, God forbid. Never. And I'm asking why? <laughs> I mean, it's so easy to be outraged about the Constitution. How, who are these people that wrote these things? But let me ask you personal questions. Why? What is so wrong with it? And if it is wrong... Why do we want women to do it? What is so wrong with it? And if it is so wrong, why do we want women to do it? Hello. Thanks for calling. What's your name? Hello. What's your name? Hello. Hello? Hello,
3: hello, hello.
0: Yes, you're talking to Sandra. Go ahead.
3: Yes. I want to talk
0: okay. Oh, that's quite unfortunate. That line is not very clear. So I don't think I'm going to be taking calls from that line. <laughs> hello? Hello, Joshua, welcome.
3: Yes. Um, I don't think that he's uh, been supported by the Bible. The Bible? Yes. My mother that. Where the man just like the wife, it becomes one place. So what, what she has, you can give you. What you has, he you. So you can change this. He's a free one. He has a man now. You can also, you can, you can take care of the of your in laws also. You can take care of them. You can reach You she can take care of So why can't your wife also? Uh, the same. It should be the same too.
0: Hmm. Okay. So you're saying even the Bible supports it. So you don't understand why it's not like that.
3: <laughs> one, place, one place.
0: Okay. Alright. So he's saying that even the Bible, Joshua says, even the Bible supports it. The Bible says the man and the woman become one. So he doesn't understand why you can't be from your wife's place and you and your wife cannot be from your place. You know, vice versa. Huh. Interesting. Val says it's a question of value system. What do you mean, Val?
3: Um, hello. Good evening. Good
0: evening. What do you mean by value system?
3: Um, I, I see it as a function of international law.
2: Okay. Also,
3: practices and values in general. Okay. Now the system uh, that we find, like for instance, in the uh, abroad, people go there to marry there and uh, give the citizenship. Mm-hmm. The situation itself here was better. People will not be going outside to get married with foreigners.
2: Mm.
3: One uh, example. Now, in our own area here, my where I'm from, whether a woman is married or not, the woman has access to inheritance. She's respected in her hometown. Good can investigate it. You can investigate the rivers, the Calabari, Oh,
2: yes, 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 Calabari,
3: I know. Yes, I know, I know. One has right. Yes,
2: true. Perishan. True, yes? true.
3: Yes. So that. Yeah. True. As you see, it depends on where you find yourself. Culture, hmm. value where you find yourself. Hmm. Now, what I, what I want to suggest is there might be room for modification in our constitution. Hmm. There might be room for modification to modify certain things. To mm-hmm. modify it based on our own practice, based on our own processes, mm-hmm. based on our own Culture, based on our own belief based on our own environment. If we begin to uh, copy what the Western world are doing, mm. we find ourselves into crisis. I remember the Western nations as even giving kudos to Africa for opposing its tradition, culture, and value system. We are trying to modify years now because the years is like it's going out of hand. So we must try to hold on to what we have. The only thing we can do is there's room for modification. Those areas where are not very favorable. We can see how we can come together, harmonise things. Like in the east now, hey, leaders came together to remove some certain things that are no longer beneficial to women. These are some certain um, that has to be pursued and all that. It's mm-hmm. a function of we coming together, and deciding together, how
0: to move forward, deciding and modifying. But yes. if you now
3: say let us adopt, let us, we are looking at that we are achieving the other agenda. Because then it becomes a problem. There's room for modification.
0: All right, Val. Thank you for calling to share your thoughts. Peter says in Benway, women are more supported culturally. Better tell me more, Peter.
3: Yes, good evening, Sandra. Good
0: evening, welcome.
3: I think uh, our culture supports our woman, especially in my place. I am from Federal State. Okay. And when the woman gets married to my community, mm-hmm. automatically ha- she have an inheritance in my place. Okay. She have she be given a palace. So everything that belongs to the husband belongs to the wife. Okay. So I think our 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 culture, our culture is is, is not uh, you know. Is not against women, okay. And we should be careful in borrowing a foreign culture, okay. Our own culture is what makes us unique, and mm-hmm. we should value it. Mm-hmm. yes, we should value our culture, that is what makes us unique to any other person in the world. Mm-hmm. So, we should value our culture, we should not borrow the borrowing of culture is what is making our society more so racist these days. You see, women are not ladies don't have respect on husband and or, or other people. Our culture do not say women give respect faith and loss to, to the men. And you see who well, you to see good ones. Don't say you don't find no breaking ones and all that. But if you look at this day when those little marriages don't get broken at any time, you are the result of the borrow of culture of this western culture. So don't, so let's all value our culture is what make us unique and our culture take care of all these things. Okay,
0: the culture, the culture, the culture. So value the culture. What if the culture is a toxic one? What if you come from a place that where women are not treated right? Is that a culture we still want to value? Uche in Surulere blames religion and culture. How are they taking the blame here, Uche? Okay, um, the religion uh, in terms of
4: uh, the
3: Muslim faith where they believe that the the women are not existing or second class citizens so now not just they can never hear anything that has to do with equality gender equality Mm. Um, they can never and secondly culture too you know that religion is important to our culture down in the top where you have to be bold, um, they believe that too, women are not good. They believe that women should be and they don't have any skills.
0: Oh, that's quite unfortunate. You know the funny thing about this thing? It's something that most of us, both men and women, have simply just accepted. Though. We've never questioned or analysed it. If I'm not raising it today on the glass ceiling, you will not have time to pause and think about it. You know that, yeah? We've just been trained to accept it as a given. Yeah? From childhood. After all, is that not the reason why a woman is expected to leave her surname and take her husband's surname? We talked about that when we discussed the pressure to have children. Remember, especially sons. We talked about the idea of preserving the family name. Basically, as a people, we've accepted without questioning it that women will give up their family name when they marry, while men preserve theirs. It's the same way we've accepted without question that a married woman gives up her place of origin while a married man retains his own. We've basically, as a society, accepted That marriage means that a woman loses big parts of her identity while a man preserves his. And that's why most men will not accept the things expected of women in marriage. If you had to make a man accept the things that women have to accept in a marriage, they would no longer be a member of your community and becoming a member of your wife's community. Would you accept no longer being a member of your community and becoming a member of your wife's community? How involved, for the, for the married women listening to me, I want you to call me as well. How involved is your husband in your community matters? Does he consider himself a part of your community? Do your community people accept him as a member? Do they involve him when it comes to sharing benefits? Last question on the show today, George. Hello.
3: Uh, hi, Sandra. Good evening.
0: Good evening.
2: Welcome.
3: Yes, um, for the local community, I'm married.
2: Okay.
3: Yeah, I have a daughter.
2: Okay.
3: If I look at it from the angle of how I want my daughter to be treated, you know, I wouldn't take, I won't take that. Okay.
2: Yeah,
3: uh, and if you take it for those using comparison with those in the U.S. and so on and so forth, less okay, less than hundred years ago. The women also didn't have rights. So it was agitation and struggle as well. Mm. So it didn't just start all of a
2: sudden.
3: Mm-hmm. After the time they were writing it, it mm. right and it seemed okay and it worked. But one thing about that is that there is steady growth there is steady improvement in quality of life especially and the quality of all mankind mm. so we have to put that into the constitution as well like after the time this news or the constitution was written mm. it was okay but right about now things have to change it has to improve i've heard all last mission that uh, my place in support mm. to men, you know that's actually <laughs> Even someone who has the professorship,
2: mm.
3: when the wife dies, they say they have to shave the head, you know, and all this a humiliating factor. This is mm. uh, the cup, and you have to train people to identify with. Yeah. And not okay, now, I've been in Lagos for my life. Mm-hmm. My daughter has been born in Lagos. Okay. You move people to Lagos, but you can't hold up in Lagos. Mm-hmm. Even when you are competent, why? They'll tell you are not from mm. here. We just keep creating the demarcation, and that's where you know we have the problem. We just keep having divided lines, divided lines over time. So we need to look beyond where you are from, where you are from the danger. Let's let the best person for this operation. Sorry I'm a bit political, i uh, went to be political about this. It. It's okay, <laughs> it's
0: all intertwined.
3: It's a structural problem.
0: Yeah. Thanks for calling me, George. Let me talk to Femi. That's the last call and then that's the end of the glass ceiling today. You say you would definitely take your wife's surname?
3: Yes, definitely I would.
0: Interesting.
3: Uh, Because I don't, me in particular, Mm. I don't think as much of a big deal. I don't buy the whole I'm the man of the house, the head of the house. The wife should subject to me. Must always be so many that it's my will that that must always be the priority of everything.
2: Okay. You know,
3: I think by that kind of idea and the thing is, we don't ask questions. I'm kind of happy that we're having this kind of conversation now because we've been passed down all these things for years. Yeah. We tend not to ask questions about them. We do all of them, bookline and speaker mm-hmm. don't ask questions at all. Mm-hmm. We do this, this and this is that. Mm-hmm. and We just study with them and all those it's our like, culture.
0: It's the way it is. It's our culture.
3: <laughs> I, I think some so so part of the culture that are just total To me, I don't buy them. They're so total rubbish. Because I don't see whereby a, a man and a woman are coming together and it is the woman that would take the man's son and she loses her own son. And, but the man doesn't lose his own son. And, you get it? Mm. It's like you're yourself down to one person. Whereby the other person doesn't have the thing. Maybe they, they stay around that particular place. I don't think this is the law whereby that ima- a woman to take a man's surname. I don't think there's a, there's a law about
2: that. Mm, okay. So, so there, there's no like,
0: law. There really isn't. It's just, um, it's just. I don't know. And to be honest, now surnames were not a thing. no. you just had one name. You just had one name. That's it. And even the children that were born into a family, they were known as their mother and their father's child. So that's, that. They, they did not say, they did not call the child a name and the father's name, right? Thank you for calling me Oluwafemi. They did not call the child, um, uh, so for instance, I am Sandra Esdekwesli, right? If I was born pre-colonization, nobody will call me Sandra Esdekwesli. I'll just be Sandra, right? And when people want to refer to me, sometimes they'll refer to me as uh, uh, my mother's child or my father's child. Do you understand? There was no erasure of my mother's name or my mother's identity as part owner of Sandra or part parent of Sandra the way it is now, right? So, like we we when we say culture, our culture, what is it really? Is it really your culture? Or is it a culture that was passed down to you as a result of colonization? How many of you go home and ask your grandparents, granduncles, you know, the ones that will not with you? Because I know that everybody's afraid of witchcraft and juju. So look for the ones that you trust, you know, if you believe in that sort of thing. And ask questions. How were things before the white men came? Before the white women came, how were things? How did we do things? Thank you for listening to The Glass Ceiling today. Another episode comes your way next week, Wednesday at 4. It's probably going to be the Christmas edition. I can't wait. Whoop, whoop. We're going to do something fun. You know, no serious conversation because it's Christmas. Yeah? So let's have that next week. If you missed today's episode of The Glass Ceiling or you're just joining us, don't worry. An episode, A podcast episode of this will be going up very soon and you can listen. In the meantime, listen to the previous episodes while you wait for today's episode to go up. Coming up, let's talk about immigration. On hard facts
4: hard hard facts will be right back